don't know about you, but I love that song. Amen. That's a good song, isn't it? How many loves the Lord tonight? Amen. Amen. It's a good, it's a good life living for the Lord, isn't it? And uh, I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord tonight. And while I'm talking, if you would turn your Bibles to the Book of Proverbs. I just want to read a scripture to you tonight and, and uh, get into the Word of God. But we appreciate the Lord, appreciate the honor that we have to be here tonight, and I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord, man. I, I'm telling you, you, look good tonight. God's good to us, and we're just uh, we're just excited about being a part of the family of God. I want to speak tonight on just a thought, just for a couple minutes. I know this is prayer meeting tonight, and. And I know Wednesday nights we gather around and we pray and we just trust God and believe God that God will move mountains that's in our lives and in the nation's lives and the uh, church's life, individually, corporately, whatever. But, man, I'm glad that we got a powerful God tonight. I'm glad that he does answer our prayers. And, and uh, I, I, uh, I get excited and I get amazed that you know, some, some churches will say the days of miracles are over with. But, man, aren't you glad that we go to a church where there's just miracles that pops up from time to time? I'm not saying every service we come into there's a miracle happening. I think there is. But I'm just talking about I hear about it all the time. And I read it on Facebook that somebody's been healed over uh, a course of time. And, and uh, man, it just touches me in such a way just to know that I'm a part of a family of God that believes in prayer. Man, that can move mountains, can't it? And I'm a product of it tonight. I've got a daughter that was about a year and a half ago that was, uh, they called us in and said that um, she didn't look like she was going to make it. And she's here today, not here, but she's alive today and well and taking care of her twins. And man, God's just a miracle worker. And I, I appreciate the prayers on Wednesday nights. Because they really, they really do make a difference in our lives. And how many believes that we need prayer uh, in the day and age in which we live in? More, than, more now than ever. There used to be a song, Jesus now more than ever. And I, and I believe that we need him now more than ever. All right, let's, let's read the scriptures. In, in Proverbs chapter 4, and I'll be, be reading at uh, verse 23. And it says, above all else, guard your heart from everything. You, that you do flow from it or flows from it. Guard your heart from everything that flows from it. Keep your mouth free from perversity. Keep your corrupt talk from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the path for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Keep your feet or your foot in front of you. Above all else, guard your heart. I want to talk about the thought tonight about guarding your heart. How does God intend for us to live tonight? I, I, uh, I've been doing a lot of soul searching in the last uh, couple weeks. And uh, I've been doing a lot of thinking. And, and man, this, this particular scripture, every time I uh, would think about something, this scripture would pop up in my head. Or I would always have a thought about, guard your heart and um, so I got to looking at it and kind of studying it just a little bit and begin to meditate up on it a little bit and I remember as a young man one of the things that stuck out to me is is uh, certain scriptures that talked about 
remember now the, the creator in the days of thy youth. And I thought about those scriptures as I was a young 21-year-old man or 22-year-old man that got saved and gave his heart to the Lord. And I remember sometimes the preacher preaching that scripture and it would always hit me in such a way because I thought that there's going to come a time that I'm going to be older. There's going to come a time, regardless whether I like it or not, that I'm just going to get old. And so I thought then that I wanted to study the Word of God and I wanted to try to meditate upon it. I wasn't for sure how and what I was going to do, but I learned over time. How does God intend for us to live? The book of Proverbs is a beautiful book. It's practical and it's matters and it's and the things that it talks about sometimes just is astonishing to me. But what does it really mean to guard your heart tonight? In the Old Testament, the word heart is used more than 800 times. But more than 200 times, it deals with one thought, life's emotions. That's what I call the wellspring of life tonight. Those things which motivates and molds us tonight. Did you know everything that we do comes from our thought pattern? And everything that we respond to, it all has to do with the first intention of a thought that is within us. But what does it mean tonight to know that over 800 times that uh, God said that, that over 200 times that, that it dealt more with the, the emotions and other things? The Bible calls it the heart. The Bible says it's a heart tonight. I could call it maybe the thought of life, because it all comes together. What is the thought of life, or what is the heart? What is important? Why does Solomon tell his son, above all else, guard your heart? Solomon had wisdom. He was the most uh, wise man in all the world, and we know that Solomon's life and everything that happened in his life and the things that uh, he had went through and the things that happened to him and the things that he was blessed by and all the wealth and all the fame that he had, but he looked one day back, back yonder, and when he got to talking to his son, he said, Son, above all else, above all the things that's important in life, the wealth, the money, the fame, every, your name, your recognition, whatever it is, he said, above all things, he said, guard your heart, for out of it flow the issues of life. Now bear with me for a couple minutes, and I'll kind of get into it. He said, for... In it will bear the issues of life. If you'll guard your heart, then the issues of life will flow because the thought life, the thought life that we have tonight controls our life. Did you know that? The thought life that we have, it controls our life tonight. What sort of man thinketh in his heart, what is it? So is he. So our thought life controls our life tonight. If you tell me what you think, I'll tell you who you are tonight. If you tell me what you think, I'll tell, me, tell you who you are and the life that you live. It don't take very long to talk to a person to decide what type of person that you're dealing with. You could talk to them in just a matter of a few minutes and just pretty well figure them out who they are. I know some people, every time you talk to them, they have an ailment. Does anybody know those people? I mean, they, they have a pain somewhere. I know some people that you talk to, they're always down and discouraged. 
I think that we can all relate to some people that we know that when you talk to just for a few minutes, that we all know what type of person they are and what kind of life that they're living and how things are really going for them. <clears throat> the thought life controls you tonight. And so I want to talk just a little bit about the heart and the thought life and the thought process and the things that we do. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he in Proverbs 23 and 7. Your thought, it's either positive, negative, good or bad. Whatever it is, it controls our attitudes. Does it not? Your thought is either positive or negative, or it's good or bad. We wake up every morning deciding what, what we're going to be like that day. We'll get in our cars and we'll drive down the road and it don't take a matter of just a few seconds whether we're going to have a good day or a bad day. Depends on somebody pulls out in front of you. It depends on if somebody gets mad real easy. It depends on what happens just in a matter of seconds. That could change the course of your whole day. Just because of our thoughts that we have that enters into us. It's not what goes into a man or a woman that defiles them, but it's what comes out of us. It's all in the thought process. Your attitudes are the sum total of all of our thoughts. Your attitudes lead to actions. And sometimes that our attitudes lead to action is all because there had to be a thought process. Now see, I don't think the mind is the heart matter whatsoever, but I believe this controls this a lot of times. I believe whatever man thinketh in his heart, so he is. And I think if you truly think something long enough, you can become that thing, whatever it is. If you control sickness and you say that you're sick long enough, you can become sick all the time. It's a thought. Bible said that we're to think on what? Good things. Whatsoever things are good, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are pure, on and on and on. We're to think upon good things. A lot of times if we're not careful, our thoughts control our actions. A psychologist will tell you that Someone once said, sow a thought, reap a deed. Sow a deed, reap a habit. Sow a habit, reap a character. Sow a character, reap a destiny. And it usually happens a lot that way. It's what we sow, what we think, what we produce. Before you can do a thing, you have to think of it. Before you could do a thing, you had to think a thing. True? Before you can even think it, it has to be in your thought. Your thoughts lead to attitudes. Attitudes lead to actions. Actions lead to achievements. Your achievements will be some totals of your thoughts. And so what I'm trying to say tonight in, in this little minute that I have here is just our thoughts control good or bad in us. There's sometimes it's not easy to pray, right? There's sometimes it's really hard to pray. And our thoughts tell us, you know, do it later. How many has had people on Facebook or uh, come up to you and say, hey, man, pray for me because I've got something that I really need God to intervene upon and, and we'll all put down prayers, 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 prayers. But how many times do we just stop in that moment because it's on our mind and we're beginning to think about it and all of a sudden we just stop and we say, listen, hold on, i got to pray. One thing I like about my wife, was, was there several, I better rephrase that. <laughs> is if somebody tells her to pray I mean honestly 
she, I, I've noticed that she don't wait to do it. She'll do it right then. And me, I'll say, okay, I'll do that. And sometimes I find myself <clears throat> truthfully forgot about it until the next day. And I sure hope they wasn't dying in that moment. Because I allowed <clears throat> something to not happen that should have happened. But in everything that we do, we should think about what we're doing. And allow our thoughts to be good thoughts. And allow our, our sayings to be good sayings. And I'm going somewhere with this in a minute, I think. But if we allow our thoughts to be good thoughts... And allow ourselves to think about the good things of life and where we're at in life and the things that's happening in life. And, and especially in this 21st century, I'm telling you, we're living in some of the hardest times there is. And who knows and who's here to say that it might just get worse before it gets better. And our attitudes and our thoughts are going to have a whole lot to do with how we handle it. There was a whole civilization that had a part problem and God destroyed that civilization. There was a civilization because of they had a heart problem, God destroyed it. God saw that the wickedness of man was great on the earth and every imagination of his thoughts, of his heart was evil continually before God. And so God said, why did I even create man? And he thought, I'll destroy man from whom I created. And he really did that. And you know why he did it? Because of the thoughts that they had. They had wicked imaginations. And church, as a church tonight, I just want to encourage us to have the right thoughts that is pleasing to God. Have positive thinking. Not, don't go to another place. I'm not going there. But have yourself in a positive place where you can think upon the right things of God. In a, in, a, in a generation like we're in tonight and the things that's going on in our society, listen, if there's any hope in America, it's going to be because the church is still here. If there's any hope in this world in which we're living here, it's because we, the church, are still in the United States of America. Only hope for America tonight is us. Because once he comes and takes us away, there will be chaos. And so if we look at this thing in the matter of, I've I, I got to get my thinking better when it comes to God and when it comes to believing God, when it comes to thinking about the things of God, when it comes to uh, knowing what God's word said, I, I, I hid his word in my heart that I might not sin against him. When it comes to what Jesus said and his word and what he declared, if we will put it in our inner man and our inner spirit and, and proclaim it as truth, when the devil says, I'm going to take your child, I stand up and say, you've given me that child, I've dedicated that child to you, and there's no devil in hell, out of hell, that can take that child. Because I determine I'll speak the word of God. If you be faithful, I'll save your whole household. That's what his word says. And when we stand upon the promises of God and declare that his word said, thus saith the Lord, that I promise you, come hell or high water, God will make a way where there seems to be no. None. Why? Because we serve a mountain-moving God. 
And God just simply is looking for somebody that will have a thought process and that will just believe what he says. If he said it in his word, we can stand upon it tonight, church. I will give my angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. If you'll acknowledge me in all thy ways, I'll direct your path. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. If we go by what his word says, we're winners tonight. I'm the head, not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. It's because of what his word says tonight. His word is forever settled in heaven. See, when God destroyed weaknesses of man and the emana- uh, the, 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 because their, uh, uh, their, their minds and the imagination was on continually evil, God said their thoughts are so evil and so I'm going to destroy them. They have a heart problem, a human problem, a problem of the human heart. We still have problems today. And sometimes if we don't change our thinking, we get ourselves in bad trouble. It doesn't mean, and I'm not trying to say that we don't all go through trials and testing, and I'm not trying to say that we, we, we don't never have our thoughts and our times that we get tired and worry from the battle, and, and uh, sometimes that we, we wonder where God's at. And, and uh, I, I honest to God in my heart, I try never to speak negative about things. I don't try to uh, say, woe is me. I don't try to say, oh, God, you just don't understand it. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't try myself to uh, be down in the mully grubs and, and just feel like the world's a weight on my shoulders. And it could be at times, and, and it can be at times, but I don't try to make it known. I just know that my Redeemer liveth. And as long as he's alive and I've got my hand in his hand and and as long as he gets in the boat with me, peace will be still. All will be well. Why? Because I know in who I believe and I'm persuaded that anything, life, death, anything, nothing, nothing that I can go through that God will not see me through tonight. And so when I look at that, I look at that and know that God's on my side. Some questions to ask yourself. What lies do I believe about myself or the world around me? How has it affected my relationship with God? Some people look herself in the mirror and don't like who they are. They simply, how many, how many knows people that puts themselves down and says, you know, really, I'm not as good as they are. I don't really feel like I'm up to par with them people. I don't really feel like I'm as good as they are. How many knows, we all know somebody that thinks those things. The enemy lies to us. The enemy tells us things that's not true. That's his, that's his, that's his job is to try to belittle or, or downthrow or downcast the church or the people of God and try to make them believe that they're helpless and hopeless. That's his job. What sin or bad habits do I have that weighs me down? Man, when I, when I was going through this over the last couple of weeks, I, I thought, man, Lord, there's a lot of things I got to work on myself. Because I see things in, in sometimes in Scripture that I think, I need to get that straightened out. What behaviors or habits do I have What do I have? Am I selfish trying to find 
things for my flesh and my appeasing, my selfish person and thinking those things. See, I think it's all a matter of where our heart's at tonight, what we think. He said, Solomon simply said to his son, Son, guard, protect, and be careful of your thoughts, your life. God wants our bodies and our minds for himself, that he might transform us, that he might renew us. It's so important that we learn to keep our hearts because of the fierce battle that is raging for control of our minds. The mind is the battlefield, and we know that. That's why the Bible says pull down strongholds and pull down every wicked imagination that would try to exalt itself against the things of God. The battlefield's the mind, and there's not a one of us that don't, don't at times in our life have to battle it. But I always look, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I always believe that the scripture is truth tonight. And when the enemy tries to uh, bombard, listen, the enemy's coming after the church like never before. It wants to make the church look defeated. It wants it to make it look weak. But when God sees a church that's going to rise up, we got, we got leaders all across the board tonight that, that the enemy has got into their minds about certain cultures and certain life and, and, and what they believed in Scripture once they no longer believe. Why? Because they've not guarded their mind. When you start going toward the world and believing the philosophy of the world and their ways and you've been in this thing in ministry for years and you start changing it's not the, 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 the church that is wrong. It's the thinking that is wrong in that individual. Whether it's individual or individuals. And it's happening more than often today. You know what's happening tonight? They stop guarding the mind. So when you pray, pray that God will help guard your mind. <clears throat> David knew what it was all about tonight. See, if you walk away from this tonight and you walk away from this and you say, well, you know, I tried it and it really wasn't nothing. I can tell you simply that the devil just got a hold of your mind and convinced you that the way you're living is not right. And I can tell you there's people that walks away from the house of God all the time because the enemy has captivated their mind. There's a good thought about guarding the heart tonight. There's a good thought about the heart needs to be guarded because Jesus said that the enemy come to kill, to steal, and destroy. But he said, I come to give you life and that more abundantly. Isn't it amazing that all good and perfect gifts come from above, all the bad gifts come from below, and that we, we fall into that trap, and I'm fixing to close. When God is in the heart, then we think right, we live right, we do right. When God is absent, we think wrong. Be careful what comes into your mind. We have to think pure thoughts tonight, church. Be careful what we let in. We can't, I, I, I understand, we can't, we can't, always stop what we hear we can't I can hear somebody say a bad curse word today 
And somehow tomorrow that curse word would run through my mind. But I don't have to act upon it. It's not what comes into fouls, it's what goes out the fouls. So you can't always control what you hear and what you hear in the world and all that other stuff. But you can control what comes out. Be careful what comes in your mind. We have to think with pure hearts. God made you to where you can't think two things at the same time. Did you know that? God simply made us that where we can't think two things at the same time. So how do we do it? We keep from thinking what's wrong, just think what is right. True? If we think what's right in the eyes of God all the time, then we'll never think wrong. So God made us to where we can't think them both at the same time. If you're thinking what's right, then you cannot be thinking what's wrong. Another way of saying it, just load up your mind with the word of God. And let God's word hide in your heart that you might not sin against him. See, I can tell you, when we read the word of God, then we are, we are building ourselves up in the most spiritual, holy faith that there can be. Because the only way that we can defeat the enemy tonight, church, is through the word of God. It's not why Mike Burton says, it's not what somebody else says, it's what God's word says. The word is powerful tonight, church. I still believe in and pleading the blood of Jesus. I still believe in standing upon his promises. I still believe that I can pray and trust God and believe God that God will move on my behalf. I believe prayer works tonight. I believe there's power in that name that's above every name. That's why I believe we'll put our, his word in our hearts tonight, our thoughts, our actions, our deeds. All will be pleasing to him. I have hidden my word in your heart that I might not sin against you. How can a young person or a middle-aged person stay on the right path of purity? Simple, by living according to the word of God. I seek you with my whole heart. Do not let me stray from your commandments. Store up the word of God in our hearts tonight. How do I think pure thoughts? By, by simply thinking positive thoughts. Not by thinking about flowers, trees, and birds, which they're good. But that's not how we think about things. When it, comes to the, <clears throat> when it comes to the Lord, the Lord is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword in Hebrews 4 and 12. Let's get that in our heart. Allow God to control every thought in our life tonight. Let God govern our speech, guide our sight, and got our steps tonight I don't know tonight you stand with me would you because I really told myself I wasn't going to speak long I don't know tonight if, if this this word was just for me because when I started studying it God just woke me up to a lot of things that 
I, I found myself uh, slacking in. I have always, and I've always will, by the grace of God, I've always believed in the power of God. I've always believed in his anointing. I've always believed that God can do exactly what he said he could do. There's times that my faith has been wavered, but it's never been wavered to the point that I didn't believe that God was able. There's times that I might have struggled as a young man, a middle-aged man, an older man. There's might have been times that I fell short a lot of times, but I never, never, ever thought about that God couldn't do something. And sometimes I've allowed my mind to stray. And sometimes I've allowed myself to become weak in spirit. And sometimes I've allowed myself to allow the flesh to have its day with me and whoop bump on me. But then there's those times that I open God's word or I'll read God's word or I'll put a, a, a preacher on somewhere. Then something just clicks and remind me that that word's what it's all about tonight. And I begin to read it and, and study it again and begin to flow in it again and to know that there's power, there's power in his word. And church, if the church is ever going to rise in this 21st century in the day that we're living in, God's looking for people that will just simply trust him and his word. When he says it, he'll do it. When he says it, we can take it to the bank and know that he'll He'll, he'll, he'll take care of us. And maybe your thought processes ain't been the best, and maybe lately that you've allowed the enemy to just come in and just rob you of things. Well, I want, I want to tell you tonight that God just simply wants you to come and just renew yourself back in the presence of God. And so those that would, would you just come up and let us pray tonight. We pray for healings, we pray for miracles, we pray for deliverance, we pray for all kinds of things tonight that, that God would just come and move. So would you come tonight, and if you've been struggling in the area with the mind process, can I just tell you maybe God just sent me by this way just to encourage you to get back into his word or begin to encourage you to speak his word and to trust his word. There's no weapon formed against you that shall prosper tonight, church. There's nothing that you're going through tonight that God can't help you get through. If the enemy's been riding your shoulders and been trying to steal your victory, well, tonight's just a night just to claim it back and to trust God that we can get back on the, the battleship for our Lord. And sometimes we get weary and well-doing and sometimes we get fatigued from the battle and the enemy comes and wants to try to torment our minds and try to tell us that we're not getting nowhere and nothing's going to take place in our lives, in our homes, in our relationships, in our, in our children's lives. And the enemy comes in all walks of lives and he tells us things that is not right and that's not of God and that's, that would just try to bring discouragement. Well, I'm here to tell you tonight that, that let's, let's get all that back under the blood and just let the Spirit of God arise back in you tonight and just begin to work and, and proclaim the Lord and just begin to let God do something. Father, we love you.